The History of College Football is a podcast dedicated to preserving the college football gridiron memories from years gone by. Please feel free to visit our website at historyofcollegefootball.com. Thank you. Welcome to History of College Football. I am Jay Abramson, and I will take you down a gridiron memory lane. The national champions, the teams, the rivalries, the conferences, the Heisman winners, the rankings. Today, we discuss legendary coach Mike Donahue, Auburn Tigers, 1904-1906, and then 1908-1922. Now, Auburn Tigers have a dazzling array of football coaches in the history of their program. I mean, start with John Heisman, who coached five seasons at Auburn in the late 1800s. It was from 1895 to 1899, and he compiled a 12-4-2 record, winning 72% of his games. And then there was Ralph Shug Jordan, who coached 25 seasons at Auburn from 1951 to 1975, compiling a 175-83-7 record, winning 67% of his games. Sug Jordan's impact was immediate. I mean, he took over an 0-10 winless team that the year before was shut out seven times. And in his first season as head coach at Auburn, he turned the program around to a 5-5 record. And in his 25 seasons, Coach Jordan's Tigers were ranked in the final AP poll 13 times, in the top five of the final AP poll five times. And they won a national championship. Ralph Shug Jordan is in the College Football Hall of Fame. There was Pat Dye, who coached 12 seasons at Auburn from 1981 to 1992, compiling a 99-39-4 record, winning 71% of his games. In 12 seasons as head coach of Auburn, Coach Dye's Tigers finished ranked in the final AP poll eight out of nine years from 1982 to 1990. And during that stretch, they were ranked in the top 10 of the final AP poll five times. Yes, he is in the College Football Hall of Fame, too. And, of course, there's Gene Chizik, who coached the team to the 2010 National Championship. But for all these outstanding coaches at Auburn, you can make a reasonable, tangible argument. It was Mike Donahue that was Auburn's greatest coach. Mike Donahue coached the Auburn Tigers for 18 seasons, for all but one year from 1904 to 1922, and he compiled a 99-35-5 record, winning 73% of his games. He forged two legendary teams, one national championship team, another team that was unscored upon, a 23-game unbeaten streak, and an epic upset. This is the story of Mike Donahue, head coach of the Auburn Tigers. It all started back in 1903, when Auburn posted a pedestrian 4-3 record, and in the offseason, they decided they needed a change. So the administration hired Mike Donahue. Donahue learned football under Walter Camp at Yale. And yet when he came to Auburn, he felt pressure because he was under the shadow of John Heisman, who had just left the Tigers a mere five years earlier. So when he came to Auburn, his hire startled the Tiger faithful. Now, people wondered if the administration had made the right choice. They openly wondered if he could even coach. I mean, he didn't look like a coach. He was born in Ireland, stood five foot four, red hair, and many couldn't understand a word he said. But from the onset, it appeared things were going to be different. Coach Donahue, yes, he wanted to win and win right away, but he wanted to win the right way. In an age where college football back then was a win-at-all-courts mindset, 
where ringers, semi-professionals, were put in the lineup to propel the fortunes of the program, Donahue, in contrast, had no use to such practices. He won with students who wanted to play football, and he treated the student-athletes with kindness, dignity, respect, chose praise over condemnation, all the while expecting nothing less than total dedication to the game. The results quickly paid off. In the first season of 1904, Coach Donahue's Tigers went 5-0, and but the next two seasons, 1905 and 1906, were disappointing. The Tigers posted 2-4 and four and 1-5 and five records. So, Coach Donahue took a year off from football. He returned to coaching in 1908. And, wow. 1908, the record was 6-1. 1909, the record was 5-2. 1910, the record was 6-1. 1911, the record was 4-2-1. 1912, the record was 6-1-1. And then 1913 rolled around. It was October 4th, 1913. And... Auburn opened with a 53 to nothing blowout against visiting Mercer, and it was on Drake Field. Now, spoiler alert here. This win would be the first in a 23-game unbeaten streak that ran throughout much of the 1915 season. So in the 1913 season, after that opening day defeat of Mercer, Coach Donahue's Tigers ran the table. In week two, they defeated Florida 55 to nothing. In week three, defeated Clemson 20 to nothing. And in week four, they defeated Mississippi State 34 to nothing. In week five, they defeated LSU 7 to nothing. In week six, they defeated Georgia Tech 20 to nothing. And oh, by the way, this was a Georgia Tech team coached by John Heisman, who he had been living under the shadow of the whole time, which means that after the first six weeks, Donahue's Tigers hadn't allowed a single point all season. They won the last two games of the season against Vanderbilt 14 to six and Georgia 21 to seven. And as a result, they went 8-0, and they won the national championship. Now, Donahue's star player was a small quarterback. His name was Kirk Newell, and he was the captain of the 1913 national championship team. He was nicknamed Rabbit because he was lightning fast. And it should be noted that Newell, after his days at Auburn, went on to fight in World War I, and he proved to be a hero in that war, throwing himself on a grenade that was set to explode to protect others around him. 36 pieces of shrapnel were removed from his body. Back to our story. The 1913 team utilized the fullback dive and would run the play over and over again before sending in the swift Newell wide on these sweeps. The fullback was Red Harris, and he could take the repeated punishment. That defense that shut out the first five teams of the season? Well, that was a 7-2-2 scheme. The 7-2-2 defense used seven down linemen, on the line of scrimmage, two linebackers and two safeties. Donahue learned the scheme from Amos Alonzo Stagg, who designed the seven-box defense in the 1890 season at Springfield College. And later, this same scheme was adopted by Newt Rockney at Notre Dame. At the time, most teams were using a nine-man front on defense. Now, Coach Donahue unleashed his 7-2-2 defense on a rather unsuspecting nation. They had huge interior alignment and fast defensive ends. And the gist of it was they wanted to get into the backfield and disrupt the play before it got started. The opposing high-flying offenses were taken unaware, and they couldn't solve this new scheme of the Auburn Tigers. Coach Mike Donahue's 1913 team, the national championship team, was undefeated, untied, outscoring opponents 224-13. to So that meant they won by an average score of 
28-2 in posting an 8-0 record. They shut out the first six teams they faced. And in the last two games against Vanderbilt and Georgia, they allowed 13 points, which meant that over the entire season, the defense gave up 13 points. Now, they won a split national championship as they were acknowledged national champion by Billingsley, who gave credence to a team's margin of victory. Now for the 1914 season, the Tigers would go on to post an 8-0-1 record. They opened the season with a 39-0 defeat of Marion. They went on to shut out North Alabama AC 60-0, Florida 20-0, Clemson 28-0, Mississippi State 19-0, Georgia Tech 14-0, and Vanderbilt 6-0 to go 7-0, not allowing a single point all season. So on November 21st, 1914, this team on the heels of the national championship season from the year before was 7-0, unscored upon, and they entered the game against a Georgia team that was 2-5-1. Now, Auburn almost yielded points twice as Georgia drove inside the 10-yard line twice, and twice the Tigers forced a fumble and recovered. On the game's last play, Auburn's Frank Hart was running in for a touchdown, but was tackled inches short as time expired. This lone tie was a scoreless tie 0-0 against Georgia, derailed the perfect season. The season that would have been undefeated, untied, unscored upon. A season that would have been on the back of an undefeated national championship season. A season that would have gone into college football lore forever. Again, they would have been undefeated, untied, unscored upon. But alas, Frank Hart was tackled inches short of the goal line. Well, in the last game of the season, they defeated Carlisle 7-0. To finish the season 8-0-1. But still, Coach Donahue's 1914 team was undefeated and unscored upon. He defeated a John Heisman team at Georgia Tech. That was a powerhouse. He defeated Dan McGugan's team at Vanderbilt. And he defeated that season Pop Warner's Carlisle team. So the 1915 season rolls around. Mike Donahue and his Auburn Tigers are riding a 17-game unbeaten streak. And they open the season with six straight wins winning by scores of 78 to nothing, 7 to nothing, 14 to nothing, 26 to nothing, 12 to nothing, 45 to nothing. In short, in those six games, they didn't allow a point all season. But in the last two games, they faced two legendary coaches. Dan Muguguin, a Vanderbilt team, had its perfect season ended the week before, and John Heisman, whose Georgia Tech team would go on to finish this season undefeated. Donahue's undefeated season came to an abrupt end. The undefeated streak came to an abrupt end. The unscored upon streak came to an abrupt end against Vanderbilt in a 17-0 loss. And still stinging from that loss, Auburn would go on to lose to Georgia Tech 7-0. Well, in 1916, the Tigers finished 6-2, and in 1917, 6-2-1. That tie in the 1917 season is considered one of the greatest upsets in college football history. A tie, one of the greatest upsets. See, Donahue's Auburn Tigers were a 30-point underdog to the powerhouse Ohio State Buckeyes, and yet they tied the Buckeyes 0-0. In that game, they stopped. That 7-2-2 defense stopped the Buckeyes five times inside the 10-yard line. So what does this run all add up to? Well, from 1908 to 1917, in a 10-year stretch, Coach Donahue's Tigers posted two undefeated seasons, three one-loss seasons, and five two-loss seasons. These teams had a defense for the ages. His 1913 team, 8-0, national champions, allowed a total of 13 points all season. His 1914 team, 
undefeated, unscored upon, did not allow a point all season, and were inches short of a goal line, being undefeated, untied, unscored upon. And yes, Mike Donahue is now in the Hall of Fame. In fact, by the time Donahue left Auburn, he led the Tigers to 99 wins in 18 seasons. And this was an era when teams played seven or eight games in a season. History will remember Coach Donahue as coach of the Auburn Tigers, as the coach who in 18 seasons at Auburn posted three undefeated seasons, four one-loss seasons. The 11 years between 1908 and 1919 are considered the golden age of Auburn football. Donahue's teams won three conference championships, a national championship, had an undefeated, unscored-upon team, forged a 23-game unbeaten streak, a defense that shut out 21 of 23 opponents on a 22-0-1 run, and a team that posted the upset of the ages. This was the story of legendary coach Mike Donahue, who coached Auburn for all but one year from 1904 to 1922. Dare I say, we may never see the likes of him again. Thank you for listening to History of College Football. I am Jay Abramson. Join us every Tuesday and Saturday for a new episode.